Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. Our society gives great attention to logical, linear education and training. You know, information is taken in and processed in ways that are accepted and approved, but maybe not. What if how you actually think, the way you are most creative and comfortable, doesn't fit into the boxes that you've been given? We are presented, we are being presented with increasingly complex issues that are requiring something different than, than what we've been giving it because we no longer live in an assembly line world. It doesn't work. And we need, we need the whole symphony. We need each of us playing our own song in our own rhythm with our own instruments. And that does not need to become a cacophony, which is what we might imagine. Instead, maybe it's the breakthrough that we need. So if you have felt like you didn't fit in, if you've ever felt that, perhaps that you were trying to fit into a system that was designed for conformity and control. Don't change. Don't change yourself. See how your voice can add to the entire symphony. Because without you, where would we be? Well, my guest today has created a, an entire global movement to connect and celebrate and tap into this symphony for real world change. Welcome, welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio. I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and CEO and founder of the Baca Institute, which is the home of the quantum connection process. Head there to discover your unique connection with the essence of who you are by taking the quantum connection quiz. We are each designed to connect with source, with that great undifferentiated field differently in our own way. And knowing your own style, that includes both your superpower and your, your growing edge, your learning edge, opens a deeper connection with the universe and with what all that is available to support you. So it really is the secret to creating what you want, what you truly want in your life. Because who you are is exactly who is needed. So my guest today is here with me from the Netherlands. He is an artist of life. It is Perry Noppert. He is driven by his nonconformist spirit and a passion, and a passion, if I can say it, for empowering nonlinear thinkers. And we'll get into that whole thinking thing because I had a conversation with him about that. What does he mean by nonlinear? After a huge shift in his own life, he founded the Octopus Movement, a global network that has become a mycelium of nonlinear thinkers. His movement is on a mission to get the world to recognize and harness the gifts of nonlinear thinkers. The Octopus, Octopus Movement has grown to include more than 2,600 members from over 63 countries 
who approach problem solving in unconventional and creative ways. Perry's goal is to help others realize their own artistic potential, especially, and this goes back to what I was saying in the beginning, those who have been told that they can't do something or that they don't fit into the mold. Welcome, Perry Noppert. I am so thrilled to welcome you to Wisdom Talk Radio. Thank you, Laurie. And I'm, um, I'm flabbergasted. I have nothing more to say. <laughs> it's already beautiful. Uh-oh, we're and in trouble we're then. Done. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This was beautiful. <laughs> what can I say, you know? <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what we both say here. But one one, one linear thing. Um, yes. I, I gave you my press document, uh-huh. and it's a few months old. So... Um, it's not 2,600 members now. It's more than 5,000 members already. Wow. Okay, and, that's And while you were gross. saying that, I was thinking, that press kit is not that old. Outdated. Only a few months. <laughs> oh, it's going fast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway. and that doesn't surprise me. You and I have already had a couple of conversations, but I want to, for our um, the people who have joined us today, our listeners and our viewers, to maybe start with, you know, how did you, how did you find yourself here? And, you know, not a long and rambling, because I don't want to take the whole time with that as much as your story is pretty remarkable. But if we, if we think about it in relationship to rethinking intelligence and what that means, how did you find yourself here? I I think I've always been here, but it, 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 it showed and it's how do you say how how do you say that so i'm thinking i'm not thinking about the story because then the story is the story and it's right. a long story and mm-hmm. so i'm thinking behind the story and i'm thinking yeah i've always known that this is going to be the story so how did i get there maybe through a journey where i've tried not to be here ah what does that's, that mean that's that's a cool one okay yeah, so I've tried, tried not so to be hard here. not to be here. I've tried so hard to fit in the expectations of myself and others that was also my own expectations that were created in a linear way of thinking that this is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. But I, there's always been something on my mind that I didn't want to be there mm-hmm. that I wanted to do. And to make that very concrete, I have always wanted to be an artist. I just wanted to be an artist, but I went to, uh, I, I studied economics, business economics, and you know, other things. And my sister was the artist in the family. She's five years older than me. And my, my parents were always like, she's the artist, you know, and, and I- well, that means you can't be. I can't be, and I'm not blaming them no, not at all, because the journey has been absolutely wonderful. But how did I get here? I got here because I wanted to be an artist, but I've tried to do the other thing, what was expected of me. And I started believing in what was expected of me. And, and, I, and I tried to do my best and I failed. That's why I'm here. So you failed to do your best. I just want to pick that apart a little no, bit. No, I didn't. I didn't because people are best. listening <laughs> who have felt that very same way of yeah. adopting the expectations. That yeah. is what. That's how we grow up. And or I either the re- or, or the, we're the rebel. 
Yeah, no, but it worked. You know, I had that beautiful life. I was living in Brussels. I'm divorced with a new girlfriend, beautiful. I was, you know, I was fantastic with her. And we had this beautiful house and all the kids were there. And the whole story was, the whole picture was perfect. It was a perfect picture. It was Instagram picture. It was, give me the likes, you know, it was... (laughs) doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound good, does it? When I, but I mean well. You know, it was this is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And yet there was something that was I still wanted to be the artist, right? So so when you say you failed at being the best of what that what your expectations were, what does it mean you couldn't do it? What does that mean? What does that really look like? Or is it that it failed you from the inside out? I I, I, I messed up. I I failed because I, I didn't do good enough. I I wasn't true to myself and to others. I disappointed mm. people. I um you know, I got into arguments with people, even though I was thinking, but I mean so well, you know, there was this mm. misunderstanding constantly. And I was constantly thinking, why don't you get it? It's so simple and yet it wasn't working Mm -hmm. and maybe it wasn't working because of me it wasn't the other Mm -hmm. it it was me you know i was trying to to create that picture and i was i was doing a good job it worked Mm -hmm. i traveled the world i lived in china then in belgium it's fantastic and but it wasn't it wasn't the that's a cliche the authentic self it wasn't i wanted to be something else and so i failed for myself and for others i messed up it wasn't it wasn't real and then things go wrong not even huge things but little mm-hmm. things and then it ended up in ending the relationship and didn't work well and, and i didn't feel like i it, it wasn't it was real the relationship was real but there was should have been more and and i was disappointing her as well mm. and i was disappointing the kids and and that's what happened i did a hard reset i gave everything away and i became homeless and i thought you know let's let's not do this anymore let's do a hard reset so did you do that deliberately when you say let's do a hard reset did you intend to become homeless I, I ended the relationship with her and the landlord wasn't pleased and we were having a double income and, and renting the house and mm-hmm. I thought I could do it by myself, but then something happened with my job. You know, everything happens at the same time, of course. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't able to to pray to pay for the for the rent and I went to the landlord and said, Okay, it's not working. How can we solve this? And then he said yeah, but you have a problem because you're a month too late and now you have to pay for half a year if you break the lease now. And that was the moment that I thought, I've had it. If mm. if if this is how it works in life, if this is how we uh, how we see each other based on an agreement on a piece of paper that isn't even real, it's real in a legal way, but it's not real in a human way. How, how I feel and like mm. you know I, I can't do this how can we solve this and and the only thing he could do was getting angry with me 
because he was freaking out because otherwise the house would have been empty. And, sure. You know, I mean, you're directly impacting him. Yeah. And, and then I thought, okay, I, I'm, I'm not going to fight this. I'm not going to convince him. I'm going to let go of everything. And then he went to court and, and, and then I had to get out of my house and then I left everything behind and it was horrible. But there was a moment of time that I thought, am I going to fight this mm. or am I going to say, okay, let, let it go. Mm -hmm. is, and that's what happened. So from there, I mean, for, to get from there to, hey, I've got this movement that's now got 5,000 people, where three months ago it only had 2,600. What did you do to get here? Uh, it started with, um, I, I was homeless for seven months. And at one point, I was, I was standing in the living room from, from my girlfriend now. And, and I said to her, it's so clear to me. It's so clear. And she said, what is clear? Yeah, <laughs> tell me that this is exciting news. What is clear? I said, I have no idea, but it's so clear. <laughs> and, and that's how it started. Hmm. I, I had the, I, it's so difficult to describe, but I had this very clear vision without words, mm -hmm. without an image. It's like, so I would call that a feeling and I don't mean emotion, but you had the sensing of something, but it was even more, you know, I can have a feeling when I meet someone and it resonates and yeah. something, but it was everything together. It was, yes. mm -hmm. it was so strong. And, and when I was homeless, I was applying for jobs in the Netherlands. I went back to the Netherlands. My ex-wife went back to the Netherlands. Perfect opportunity to go back to this country. And I went to the government and they said, well, we, we didn't invite you, Perry, so we're not helping you. And, <laughs> and I was applying for jobs and it wasn't working. Nothing was working. And then yet I had that feeling of, this is very exciting what's mm -hmm. going to happen now. Yeah. And you can't explain. And the only thing what happened was... I was able to go into a house of someone else and live there so I could see the kids again. So everything came together. And then the decision came, okay, what am I going to do now? I'm still applying for jobs. It's not working. Mm -hmm. I have this very strong feeling that something is happening. I lost everything. That's, mm -hmm. that's freedom. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm here in this freedom with a huge feeling of energy and happiness without mm -hmm. knowing what it is. Uh-huh. So if I feel good and I have all the freedom in the world, what would I do? And then I thought I would set up a nonprofit. I don't want to sell and convince things anymore. Let me create a nonprofit and let me create the awareness of these awesome atypical thinkers because I was interviewing people that call themselves multipotentialites. And I didn't use the word nonlinear. Later on, that strong feeling was about, oh, I have a nonlinear brain and I live in a linear world. That's what's happening. Mm. Okay. And, and, and I was talking to a bunch of people on, on Clubhouse back then. And, and I said, what is the symbol of a curious misfit? And Christine <laughs> in London said, oh, I, was, I always send an emoji of an octopus to people when I had a very interesting conversation over the phone. Mm. It's like, okay, but why? I said, I don't know. 
okay. And then Haley in South Africa said, oh, have you seen My Octopus Teacher, a documentary of a filmmaker who has a burnout and goes swimming every day in the ocean and gets into a real friendship with an octopus. And I watched that the same evening and I thought, okay, I got it. <laughs> it's, These are the pieces coming in from this it, undifferentiated field. That's it. Being and, made and manifest. This documentary about mm -hmm. his burnout going back to South Africa. I have a very strong connection with South Africa. I've been there many times. And, and, and South Africa is always it's this energy that there's always something with South Africa. Mm. And then this documentary is in South Africa as well. And then I just could see the octopus, three hearts, nine brains, eight arms. That's me. It, mm. it, it changes color. It changes shape. I've been, I've been trying to fit in and I'm not, I've not being myself, mm -hmm. I'm not, mm -hmm. this is not me. And by seeing that octopus, like, that's it. That's, that's why it's the octopus movement because so many people that I've spoken with are so brilliant and so beautiful and realize this huge potential. And yet so many people, including me, have a feeling that they cannot be who they really are. Mm. And that's how the octopus movement started. And that's two and a half years ago. And it's Okay, so so that started two and a half years ago. Fast forward to today, where you've told me that 40% um, of the CEOs in the world say that they need different thinking. And I, and, and I want to open up even the word thinking, because I know you're pretty attached to nonlinear thinking and all that. But for me, thinking means only this, you know, certain part of our capacity. Mm -hmm. In other words, that we have the ability to feel, to sense, to tap into those other dimensions, to tap into what is making itself known, but isn't quite there, which is, I think, what was happening for you when you had this this epiphany mm -hmm. this oh my god i can't put this into words yet it doesn't even have a vision attached to it but there's something and yeah. so if if we open that up I, I i have to agree with that sense of we need a different way to embrace what is here and to embrace our potential and if we want to solve the you know so-called problems in the world we're going to have to approach it differently and i think that's part of what you're saying is that we're not going to be able to survive financially into the next decade without something different so can you speak to that what's your sensing do you agree if i go to linear thinking first a absolutely I, mean, no, I don't know it's not a matter of me agree or not you're going to do it so go I'm for it i'm teasing you yeah no, <laughs> don't, but, don't worry about that no but but you know i i hear what you're saying and you're you're there's feelings there is emotion there is vibration there is your gut there's so many more things but for me it's always attached to thinking as well it's the conversation you're having with yourself hmm. also when there are emotions and 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 temperature differences and vibrations so what i find interesting is everybody is a nonlinear thinker when you're <laughs> born and and this is scientifically proven nasa did a, a research during the space race because they were looking for 
the most brilliant minds. Mm. Mm -hmm. They needed the most brilliant minds for the space race to win. Who's going mm -hmm. to the moon first? So it and wasn't they, the best engineer, the best mathematician. The, it was... Kids. Ah. 98% of the five-year-olds are absolutely brilliant in creativity and innovative thinking mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 98% 95% I don't know exactly but it's it, it's 95-98% of the 5 year olds then they had all these categories with different ages and it stops with the adults with the, with the average age of 31 <laughs> the percentage of the adults that were brilliant in their creative thinking and innovative mm -hmm. thinking for the adults is 2%. Hmm. So that's linear thinking. We go to school, we go into our society mm -hmm. and, and we're in a linear system. I'm not against this linear system. Don't get mm -hmm. me wrong. Okay. But this is the education. You go to school yeah. on time. One and one is two. And this is this is linear thinking. It's like mm -hmm. a pendula. It goes from left to right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all the time. Within one dimension <laughs> or one two dimension. dimensions. Yeah. And what it does is it moves a system in the clock that you can add all the different components to each other. Mm -hmm. And the result is one more second, one more second, one more second. This is linear thinking. And okay. this is what we learn at school because we can organize things when it's going like this. We can organize it so well that we understand that five minutes is five minutes yeah. and not 4.8 minutes. So it's for our own, somebody's own comfort. It is for, it's for our own comfort and it allows us to work together and to create something together because there is a short and long-term explanation on what will happen. You can mm -hmm. make a prediction with linear thinking. You just add one layer to one layer to one layer, mm -hmm. and that gives you the outcome. And this is what people love because we... We love to know what will happen next week or next year or in five years. You know, these job interviews, where where will you be in five years? I don't know. Yeah, that's my answer. I don't know. Uh, oh, I will be doing this and this. Oh, it's, and what is your business plan? What is your blueprint? What is mm -hmm. what, what are your plans? Now, in the financial sector, this is very interesting. They know linear thinking doesn't exist because you cannot make any linear predictions in the financial industry, uh -huh. stock markets. Uh -huh. They want to, but it's not possible. Right. That's why it's so interesting because if it, if it would be possible to use linearity in the financial world, mm -hmm. then it's, then it's nothing anymore Yeah, because then you can just predict and then everybody will do that. And there's no value. There's value because it's nonlinear. Because it's unpredictable. It's unpredictable. Now, what is happening is the downside of being a linear thinker 
is that there is no innovation because innovation is the opposite. Mm -hmm. Innovation is related to chaos. And that's the thing linear thinkers don't like. (laughs) Because if your pendulum all of a sudden does this, Mm -hmm. then it's chaos. And then time is not working anymore. So when an organization or a group of people go into change or innovation, you always see that the majority of people get into an anxiety state of mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fear immediately, fear of not being in control. It makes sense. Now the most beautiful part of all of this is this fear is there because there is a gap between what they believe and what is delivered also with themselves. Mm-hmm. So if you're a linear thinker, you know what you're going to do next. And you know when you put this on top of that, then this is the result. As soon as there's chaos, then what you stand for, which is that linear pathway and what mm-hmm. the result is, those two things are different. Mm-hmm. And what happens then is that the linear thinker doesn't want to talk about that. <laughs> Because if you want to talk about that, you need to tap into your own mental being. Mm-hmm. Then you have to tap into everything. Yeah, it's not just mental. No. And then it becomes very scary. So let's not do that. Mm. And now, this is why nonlinear thinkers are so good in creating new thoughts, in creating chaos. They have been addressed in that linear system from a young age that there's something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. I have dyslexia, I have ADHD, I think I'm also on the spectrum somewhere. I have many labels, many <laughs> things are wrong with me, I'm weird. I have three kids, all three of them have neurodiversity and in the schooling system that's an issue because at school, you know, the lessons is we all climb a tree but not everybody is capable in climbing that tree. Mm-hmm. With my dyslexia, I wasn't able to read well or to write well. And I have had the serious idea for many, 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 many years that I was stupid, mm-hmm. that I was dumb. Mm-hmm. Because tests and, and exams, I wasn't doing that very well mm-hmm. because it needs to be in line. So... At an early age, I've always been fascinated by my own brain. Why am I, dif- why am I different from others? Why is this? Mm-hmm. Right? So when you're in, in, in neurodiversity or a place around neurodiversity, you don't have to have a label for me. It means that you're active with your own mental being. And that's the opposite of linear thinking. And that creates the non-linearity that has always been there with all humans, but you can't help yourself to be linear all the time. And that creates the pathway, the passage to be non-linear and be able to embrace chaos and well, and or at least, every, at least not get scared by it. There's no, in other words, there is sometimes fear, but there is less fear. Right. Less but what anxiety. I mean, like, yeah. it, that sense of, of chaos, people think, well, you can't have chaos and live in society. But I, you know, if we start to decharge some of those words like chaos, 
well, chaos in physics means something completely different. And, and what we think of as chaos isn't really chaos as in maybe we can't predict, but if we, if we take a big enough picture, if we step back far enough and we start to realize, oh, how do I relate to this? How can I expand my own mm, capacity? So there's the people that you you speak to of, oh, you're neuro, neurodiverse, so there's something different here. We can celebrate that. We can tap into that. Well, but in a way, we're all that way. We yeah, all have and, to. And learn. that's why I'm not a neurodiversity movement. There mm-hmm. is neurodiversity, just to, to just to clarify sometimes uh-huh. the way I see that. Um, but I'm not a neurodiversity movement. I'm also against, oh, let's celebrate neurodiversity and it's all superpowers. Mm-hmm. Like that's 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 BS. You know, it's we're all humans. Mm-hmm. It's not about neurodiversity, which is separation right there. Yeah, and that's and, yeah. and that's too linear for me. Right, right. And and if we embrace that nonlinearity, and you can allow that into your life. And at least notice that and define that. Mm. Things will be different. And and now with the octopus movements, our mission, we have always had the mission to have one billion nonlinear thinkers together. But our mission statement now is that we solve the unsolvable. And that's going back to 40% of the CEO saying we need different thinking to survive the next decade financially. It's that different thinking we need because we have AI, the world is changing, all kinds of things mm-hmm. are happening. And when you're in the pendulum of, of your organization with your managers who can only do this mm-hmm. and everything is changing around you, meaning there's chaos around you and this is the only thing you can do, you need some brains that are capable of <laughs> having new insights and saying, listen, why don't you do this and this? And yeah. We have a think tank. That's what we do, and and we and we brainstorm together. We have thirty, forty people together all over the world in a think tank, and and we think differently. and And I think the solution is there because I have a lot of connections within the world of neurodiversity, and they're advocating, and I, and I agree with that. But you know, they're going to companies, and you need to hire more neurodiverse people. <sighs> It's it's coming from a negative, yeah. you know, from a lack as opposed to there's something different you're doing with it all. You're just saying, hey, the truth is, is that if we're going to tackle these things that seem like ultra sticky problems, <laughs> I like that. We, yeah. we need to to do it outside of that pendulum, which can only go in two directions. And when we find a solution, we bring that to you and then you have your management team and they can embrace that Mm -hmm. and then you can move forward. So this is what I'm saying that the balance needs to be in linear, nonlinear. And we have that in our nonprofit as well. We have the Mm -hmm. octopus movement with more than 5,000 brilliant minds, but we also have the brain force alliance, which are organizations that are linked to the octopus movement saying, okay, I want to do something with my company. I don't know yet Mm -hmm. what I want to do, but I want to do something. So let me 
tap into your world and there's the nonlinear brain. Here's our linear company. Let's bring that together because in the end, we all want things to go well. But the problem is you don't know what to do if you're just doing this. So are you finding that they understand that that what they've been doing is fitting in with a with with a two-dimensional framework? Well, the ones that I'm talking with and that are linked to the octopus movement do, otherwise they wouldn't be linked to the octopus movement. Mm-hmm. Some people would say this is absolutely ridiculous what he's saying and and go immediately into the linear stream of thinking. Yes, but mm-hmm. but you need to organize and you need to you need to get the results and I agree, you know, you need to organize, you need to create systems. But I think the starting point with us has always been humans. So that's how we created the octopus movement. It started with 80 people together and then grow, grow, grow Mm -hmm. without any rules, without any programs, without any ideas on how we would grow. Like Mm -hmm. you said in the introduction, it's the mycelium. It's not a community. It's a mycelium. It's a network of people and it's growing and growing and we, and it's organically. We're nature, so we don't know how it goes. And we embrace chaos, so we don't know <sighs> what the prediction is. So, but even with nature, or especially with nature, if we look at that, we could, we can, maybe we can't predict, but we can understand it. We can embrace it. It's just that if we try and put it into a small package, we never will. But if we go way, way, way out and start to look at all the variables and all the possibilities and know that there are still some that we haven't tapped into. And then if we get curious about what are those things we haven't tapped into, that's where you I know find what's, it becomes so juicy. Yeah, because you know something, Lori, it's when you go into nature you will find that nature always gets into chaos. So if maybe if we should define a, chaos, would you do that for just a, just a short segue or a short diversion? Well, you know, chaos for me is you can't predict what's coming. Okay. So, so if you have a there, there is a YouTube video about this. It's it's a leaking faucet. Is that how you call that? Dripping mm-hmm. your your mm-hmm. your tap and it's drip yes. drip. You can try that at home, and then it drips and drips and drips, and you would you would think that that will continue in a linear way because mm-hmm. nothing changes. You're not you're not turning the the, the handle not. or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it, and you're not doing anything. But the drips. Are changing and then all of a sudden it becomes a stream and then it stops and it drips unregularly and it becomes a stream and it drops mm-hmm. and and this is an example of nature that when you think everything is stable and, and it, it repeats itself it does but mm-hmm. at some point in nature it always becomes chaos and then it comes back into an organized form again. There is a word for it. Forgive me, I forgot what it was. It's um, it's complicated, but it's okay. it's beautiful. So even in nature, mm-hmm. is when everything is stable and everything is linear, then automatically chaos arises. 
And we never learn about that at school. So maybe we could call that change, too. There's always change. Always. And that's what I find people don't know how to relate to. And they don't invite it. You know, they don't use the energy of change. Meaning, and what I mean by that is, if we think about change as a constant, then, oh, yeah, okay, something's going to come in here. Something's going to disrupt the system in some sort of way. And, and if 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 on top, I totally agree with you. But if we can put on top of this thought, uh-huh. also that it delivers something valuable, uh, the change delivers something valuable. Yeah. Yes, something changes, okay. and then and they're like, oh no, you know. But it in many times it creates something beautiful as well. And, you know, I have all these verbs after something negative comes something positive. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I'm thinking about Dutch ways, and but I can't tr- translate that into English because it <laughs> will sound very stupid. Um, there's always something beautiful coming out of that. But we are a little bit afraid to see that or to dive into that. Ah. Change is coming. No, no, no. Let it come. Also in your thinking, in your own little bubble, you know, and, and that's what we do. We, our thoughts jump in all directions and mm-hmm. feelings and emotions. Beautiful. Celebrate that. Allow that to be Allow there. that. Allow that and get to know how to, re- how to have a relationship with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in that relationship comes creation creativity and i mean that whether that's solving a problem whether that's innovating a new product whether that is you know creating a painting that can't come in the with what we've already known yeah so that means we've got to welcome that that space Mm -hmm. if you allow that space in between i always say that the space in between nonlinear thoughts so (laughs) if you allow that space to be there Uh uh-huh then sometimes you need to do something even though you don't understand yes. what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Sounds very simple. And then we say, oh, I have a gut feeling that I need to do this. Listen to that. That's mm-hmm. use that. You yes. know, it's it's okay, I'm going this way or I'm going that way. And and we we explain that as our gut feeling. But if 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 this is your life and you're being very linear mm-hmm. and then there's the gut feeling, there's a conflict there. So if you allow yourself to think, mm-hmm. okay, I understand my job is very linear or at school it's very linear at the university and that's how it works. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I allow that nonlinearity to be there as well. So I can listen to my feelings. I can I can have them and I can express them and I can I can I can allow them to be there so I'm not as scared as mm-hmm. when something arises of change or chaos or there's a pandemic or yeah. everything changes all of a sudden because we all have to stay at home. And wear masks, and uh, you know, you could see that during COVID. Yet, mm-hmm. yet this group of people that were freaking out, and oh my God, my kids are at home; they're not at school, and I need to work at home. It's not possible, mm-hmm. and I'm bored, and I'm it's, it's horrible, and I feel this is not working. And yet, the group of people that were saying, "Ah, oh, 
that's interesting. <laughs> hmm. I cannot play in the theater anymore, so let's call my other friends on Zoom and let's create something. <laughs> or, right. Exactly. And so it, it, create, it gave birth to so many new things is the reality of, of COVID. So many new ways of working, of living, of relating. And, and the people that thrived with it were the people that could do that. They could say, okay, this is no longer a what if, it's a now. And let's open the doors. Let's open the I, windows I, really wide so we can let it all in. And I'm positive by saying the word COVID, a few of our listeners already get anxiety just by the word COVID, mm. which well, I get. The, chaos you know, is one of those things. Uh, Change oh is one God, of those no. things. We Don't all talk about COVID, right? Yeah. All of that is has to do with how we relate to the reality of life, which is that yep. we don't ever know. No. But it's, you know, that's exciting to me because we, we have such potential. If, if anyone listening thinks that you know everything there is to know about yourself, if you think that all the possibilities for you have been tapped, Perry and I are here to say, not true, not even close to being true. Something always happens that changes everything. Yes. When I was a therapist, I used to see people who a man would come to see me and say, my wife has just told me she wants to have a divorce. And they were very successful and they had their own everything. And it's like, oh, my God, their world has just suddenly been impacted and impacted in a way that forces them either to look inside and to see what else is what, another way to live life. Mm -hmm. Or they break down and everything just goes downhill. Yeah. I've been in line at the government's office at 6.30 in the morning with the other homeless people. And, and that's an eye-opening as well. You know, I was standing there knowing I'm going to be fine. Mm -hmm. this, I don't know how. I have no idea. Completely lost. But I know I'm going to be fine. But I saw some people there that were not going to be fine. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I also understand that when you have, and I mean this well, but I, I, I understand when it becomes so difficult to change that mm -hmm. you want to escape. You want to mm -hmm. get out of there. Mm -hmm. you, you cannot be there. And you go into all kinds of solutions to escape your normal life. It was the first time in my life that I was thinking, I get it. I understand why people do this now when mm -hmm. I was standing there. Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't mm -hmm. want to be here. Yeah. You don't want to be here. I get it. You know, you, you take some weed or you, you drink alcohol or whatever drugs. <sighs> At least I'm, I'm not here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... For that other, the people that are, that are hearing that music of creativity, that music of the creative process and, and the expansion beyond being in control, 
how do they how do they join your movement? How do they find you? Um, they can go to theoctopusmovement.org. That's our website. Um, can register there, become an official member. It's for free. Mm-hmm. And then you get the choice. Do you want to swim with the other octopi? <laughs> and please don't send me messages. I know the correct plural is octopuses, but I love octopi better than octopuses. <laughs> and you get to choose. And, you know, it's my word. <laughs> octopi. I love it. it sounds like apple pie. That's why I love it so much. Oh, octopi. okay. Okay. Who doesn't love a- apple pie? Apple pie is the best. <laughs> Uh, so you you can you can join, be a member, swim with the oct- other octopi, or become a member in the octopus think tank, or you can become an ambassador, or you can become a founding member, or you can you can become a specialist or a teacher. Mm-hmm. We all have these different groups in the octopus movement. Everything to solve the unsolvable. So everything is about mm. how can we solve climate change, for instance. The solution is there. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, if you ask me what is manifestation, manifestation for me is very simple. It's there. End of story. It's already there. It's there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how you can join. On the website, you can also see next to my picture, there is a Pick My Brain logo. So you can find me on pickmybrain.world and you can book a Zoom session for free with me for 20 minutes if you think, oh, I want to talk to this weirdo in Amsterdam. <laughs> and I want to tell him that he's so wrong. <laughs> I love that. You know, I call me you when you think I'm wrong. I'm, I'm happy with that. Um End of the year, the documentary will be there and people can see the documentary about all of this. Um, beginning of next year, there will be Project 398. It's an art book with 398 nonlinear thinkers in it. Mm-hmm. And those are people that shared a story, not particularly their life story, but just a story mm-hmm. with a picture. I'm a photographer. I love art. I love images. So... I want to see 398 non-linear thinkers from all over the world. The youngest is six, the oldest is 83. Mm-hmm. We have people in Korea, Japan, New Zealand, Africa, and and it's going to be in this art book of 800 pages where you can just touch non-linear thinking and 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 mm-hmm. read and connect with all these humans and so immerse in it. It's wonderful. Yeah, and I've seen the first results. It's the book's almost finished. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> um, the biggest thing is our think tank. Join us, join our think tank. It's so much fun. Um, and what happens up, in your think tanks? We do this once a month, and then we create a white paper on a topic. The last topic we did is time. We're writing the white paper now. Um, we just did another think tank about a secret project in the movement. Um we will be doing something else soon in the think tank, something we find interesting. But we also work together with companies that support us and they have questions and we have think tanks to help mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And slowly, organically, it becomes bigger and bigger and more and more people, not only people, but also institutions, universities get involved. So the tentacles are spreading out. Mm. And that's why I know that we are going to solve climate change. And and I think it's not going to be a technical solution. It's going to be a human solution. That's my feeling. 
Okay. And it's going to be right in front of in front of us thinking, yeah, how could we miss this? It's not that difficult. Right. Right. And and solve and solve homelessness, solve problems with food and making sure everybody has to eat in the world and problems with money and problems with finding jobs and problems with AI creating stress change chaos that all the things that we're worried people about lose their jobs let's solve that let's do something with that yeah. you know so that's how they can get involved and they can follow us on social media everywhere just follow okay. just type in the octopus movement and you can find us and would you say the website again one more time www.theoctopusmovement.org wonderful thank it's you perry big for pink uh, octopus when you open the website there's a huge <laughs> then you need a pink, pink one behind you for those of yeah. uh, those of you listening to the podcast he's got this beautiful kind of gold colored or mustard colored yeah, octopi yeah, yeah, octopus yeah. behind him but i guess we need to get you a pink one yeah i have a lot of octopi here in the room not a pink one yet <laughs> and this one is from ikea and in chinese ikea is ija and that means global standard. So I'm very happy to have an octopus from IKEA made in China, what really means global standard. So <laughs> there's a double meaning behind that yellow octopus behind me. Uh, thank you, IKEA. Okay. Well, thank you again, Perry, for being part of Wisdom Talk Radio today. Thank you, Laurie. That was fun. <laughs> And thanks to our listeners and our viewers for being with us today at Wisdom Talk Radio, because without them, we wouldn't be doing this. And remember, join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination, because when you find us here and then you share it, because that's what I'm going to ask you, leave us a review, tell other people, because that helps to change the world. And that's what we're about. For more also about how to thrive with your own personal quantum connection, your own personal connection with the field of life. Take the quantum connection quiz now. No. <laughs> Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. <laughs>